Welcome to the Engrafted Word from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Line of Judah Cathedral, Cape Coast, with Bishop Jake Godwill. This rich teaching will bring encouragement, hope, light into every darkness, healing, deliverance, and salvation to the longing soul. Join Bishop Jake Godwill as he ministers the Engrafted Word of God, which is able to save the soul. I say a powerful word is coming our way this morning. I say a powerful word is coming our way this morning. Why don't you rise to your feet with Jesus' joy, with excitement? Let's welcome our Bishop, Bishop Jake Godwell. Hallelujah. Amen. What a blessing. Let's appreciate the choirs one more time. Powerful ministrations. We are pleased. Amen, amen, amen. All right. You may be seated. What a blessing to be in church. Amen. And today is a special Galatians 6 6 celebration Sunday. Amen. Now, we must know and understand what we are celebrating and especially who we are celebrating. All right? Um, let, let, let me start preaching and then I will show you a video. Turn your Bibles to. Did you bring your Bibles? Second Kings chapter four. Second Kings chapter four. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter four. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, I pray that you guide us in your word. You inspire us through your word. You empower us through your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, verse 8. Now there came a day when Elisha passed over to Shunem, where there was a prominent woman, and she persuaded him, that is Elisha, to eat food. Are you still here? And so it was, as often as he passed by, he turned in there to eat food. She said to her husband, Behold now, I perceive, say with me, I perceive. I didn't hear you. Say, I perceive. Hello? Are, are we okay? He said, I perceive. Let's all read this verse together. Ready, go. She said to her husband, Behold now. Mm-hmm. Let's read it again. There's, there's something deep in here that I want everybody to catch. Okay? Ready, go. She said to her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God passing by us continually. Amen. Now, 
This is a very powerful secret. This is not the end of the story. But you see, here was the prophet Elisha traveling around from city to city, ministering the word of God, ministering the things of God, and comes to this place, and this woman welcomes him to her house. Married, welcomes him to her house, and she was even the one who prevailed on the prophet, come, come by, and, you know, eat. And in the process of time, look at what she said. She said, behold now, now I perceive. You see, perceive is not just what you are seeing with your physical eye. But she was saying that I have a sensing and knowing, do you see? And based on probably time. You say, behold now, I perceive. So some time would have passed. And he said that this man of God passing by us continually. Say, passing by us. So this man of God had been passing by. Everybody say, passing by. You won't say, they're not passing by. As if your hand is hanging. Some of you are doing this. <laughs> passing by us continually. Now one day she had a perception. She had a knowing. She had a conviction that, Hey! This is not an ordinary man of God. Behold, he's a holy man of God. He's a holy man of God. He's a holy man of God. Amen. That perception changed her life. And it changed her life story. The man of God was what? Continually. And as at that time, she didn't have that knowing, she didn't have that revelation, she didn't have that understanding. So she was passing by continually. Now, when she hit, when that revelation hit her, do you understand? When the perception, the revelation, the conviction hit her, she told her husband, and then look at the next thing, please let us make a little walled upper chamber. Let's make a little room. Let's set up a bed for him. Let's put a table there, a chair, and a lampstand. And it shall be when he comes by, when he comes to town, instead of passing by us continually, let him come in here, into my house, into my life, into our house, that he may turn in there. Hallelujah. The husband didn't have any such perception. And convinced the husband that she them pepeya osinye hu de biai oye nyang minyimpa konkron ebol se nyang minyimpa konkron is a holy man of god yenye pia small one yemfa mpensim yemfa egwensim yemfa epunensim and a lampstand can you do and it shall be instead of allowing him to just pass in, be passing by, passing by he will turn in here it was the beginning of a miracle it was the beginning of a miracle <laughs> hallelujah and so it happened, now next verse one day he came there and turned into the upper room and rested, say one day and while Elisha, when the prophet went and rested, suddenly 
he felt something in his spirit. And he called the servant. Next verse. He said to Gehazi, call the Shunammite. And he called her and she stood before him. And then, next, he said to her, say now to her, behold, you have been careful for us. You have been caring for us. You have, you have been going. You could see how she took time and the trouble to care for Elisha. And said, you have been caring for us in all these things. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak to the king for you? Because Elisha had influence. Do you want me to speak to the army commander for you? He had influence. Then the woman said, no. I live among my own people. I don't have any such needs. Do you see? Next. Yeah. So, he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi, it was the servant who said, and what did he say? He said, truly, she has no son, and her husband is old. My God. Gehazi was not married, but he understood some things. He said, the woman has no child, he has no son, and her husband too is an old man. Why Yaquadai? Certain things are not working anymore. Shabaya. Now, you see, suddenly, this woman who didn't really, was not even thinking of that need in her life. She herself was not even thinking of that need in her life. But somehow, the prophet of God perceived that something needs to be done for her. What can be done for her? What can be done for her? Are you listening to me? Then, um, Gehazi brought up that need. So, he said, call her. And he called her again. And she came and stood in the doorway. In the doorway. Everybody say, in the doorway. Say, in the doorway. Sister, stand in the doorway. Stand in the doorway. She came and stood there. Stand in the doorway. And, and, and Elisha said, Elisha said, at this season next year, you will embrace a son. At this season next year, you will embrace a son. At this season next year, you will embrace a son. Now, watch something. The woman said, no, my Lord. <laughs> oh, man of God, don't lie to your, your servant, your maid servant. Don't lie. Do you, do you know why? You see, she had been through life. She had experienced certain experiences. And she had come to accept that this is my portion. I'm sure she must have tried many things that didn't work. So she had come to a point that, as in as it, I had a This one, I knew I won't get it. It's okay. So when the man of God now tried to speak, even into that area, I said, you have been a holy man of God up till now. Don't spoil your record. Don't spoil your record. Them and come share. 
nyim na ombem mim na nyame onye so don't spoil your record don't lie to me man of god don't lie to me man of god but hear the word of the lord next let's read the, the result ready go the woman conceived and bore a son at that season the next year as Elijah had said to her somebody give the lord a shout of praise hallelujah at exactly that season the following year here was the woman embracing her son it shall happen to you it shall happen to somebody here it shall happen to somebody here Hallelujah. Now, thank you very much, my sister. Receive the prophecy also. This didn't happen just out of the blue. It happened, and that's what I'm showing you. Number one, the Bible says she perceived. You see, first of all, she had opened her heart. The man of God was coming to eat. The next moment, when she perceived the kind of person she was dealing with, then she moved higher. She moved higher. Now, how does this apply to us? Today, as we are here, we say we are celebrating our founding bishop and all that. You see, many of us don't know, um, we don't really understand. You are, you are here, you are flowing, but you, you, your perception is not working. Your perception is going to be working from now. I said your perception will be working from now. Alright, so Matthew chapter 10 verse 41, quickly. Please get a video ready, I'll still show you. Now it says, go, go to verse 40, 40. He who receives me, receives, Jesus speaking, he who receives me, and, uh, my friend, give me King James. Uh-huh. He that receiveth me, sorry, he that receiveth you, receiveth me. Amen. Jesus was speaking to his disciple. Whoever receives you is actually receiving me. And who receives me, whoever receives me, receives him that sent me. Is it understood? If, as, as, as I've been sent here, I didn't come here by myself. Our founding bishop sent me here. If you receive me, you have received him. And he's also saying that if you receive him, you are actually receiving the one who sent him. It was the father who sent him. So if you receive me, you are actually receiving Bishop Dagiwad Mills. And if you receive him too, you are receiving the one who sent him. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Who anointed him and sent him. Now, this receiving is different from receiving somebody as receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior. That's not what we are talking about. But a man that God has sent to you. You understand? You are receiving his words. It's different from receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord. That's, that, as for that one, that is Ashasen. It is a foundation. But after that, you must receive God's servant as God's servant. 
Now there are some people who reject. You can be a pastor, but they have rejected you. Your church member is looking at you like that, but he has rejected you. Yeah. Uh, one time I was pastoring a church. I mean, one of our branches I went to take over. I realized there was a lady there. Anytime I'm preaching, she will fold her arms and look this way. Throughout. As soon as, before we share the grace, what time the bag? Straight out. So I saw it once, twice, thrice. Then I started asking, who, who, who is this lady? What, what is about I didn't even see her in the church again. She left the church. Even before I could find out who she was. So I realized that she had not received me. She had not received me. She, she rejected me as a pastor. I said, oh, why? And that, it, those things happen. Sometimes when there's a change, when a new pastor is sent, you see that some people have, have done a, like this. You see, they've covered their chest. It's like, mm, who is this one who has come? I mean, I'm used to the old one. I hold this new one. And his English is not like the previous one. His height is not like the previous one. His aswa is different from the previous one. His voice is different from the previous one. Then people start going through all kinds of whatever. Before you realize they are rejecting them. May you never reject God's servant. Alright? Now, look at the next verse. 41. Now, he says that he... He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet, that means that at the rank of a prophet. Now he goes on, and he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. So there are prophets and there are righteous men. Now go to the next verse. He and whosoever shall give a drink unto one of these little ones, a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. So there are rewards. As for rewards, there are rewards. But there is what Jesus was saying, there are rankings. Mm? There, there, are, there are disciples. If you give something in the name of the disciple or the rank of the disciple, you receive a disciple's reward. That's what reward And if you give to a righteous man in the name of a righteous man, no so unsabaka righteous man's reward. Then if you give in the name of the prophet, that one you get a prophet's reward. And these are all different rankings. So in the church, you see, that's why sometimes it becomes important to even appoint people as pastors. Else, you see, when somebody is introduced as a pastor to you, your, the way you receive from the person should go higher than if it's a brother. Do you see? What's so, oh, brother be on I'm chapel one now. I mean, a me, me, me boy, you know, you enjoy. Now, you may hear you on your correct. But I'm feel that. And, and assuming, assuming is rather talking to you, you are the boy. And then the, the, the pastor or the brother is speaking to you, advising you that this girl is not the right person for you based on one or two things. She's not even properly, she's not even born again. But if you don't have that understanding, you say, eh? 
Them brother non and them church or nanko so uncle shena worry being war. Me a shot and then up girl nimpo nenyo won nenyo won nenyo wonumu. Ain't no peda or disconnect him no connect no ho. Opeda or disconnect him no connect no ho. Me yet do you see? But if you know that it's a pastor, but these days you see people don't even respect. But you, I know that you respect. Yeah. So, there are rankings of blessings and rewards. Now, this woman received a prophet's reward. Hallelujah. She received a prophet's reward for her ability to receive the man of God as a prophet. That's why I said that verse. I want you to underline. Go back to that verse. First Kings, Second Kings chapter 4. He said, now, behold now, I perceive. Behold now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God. Amen. So, today, I want you to know that as a church, God has truly blessed us with the holy man of God. I want you to know that today God has blessed us truly with the holy man of God. Now, up until the time the woman perceived, Elisha was still a holy man of God. Uh It wasn't when the woman perceived all that time he was a man of God. He was a holy man of God. But it was when the woman came to the point of perceiving then things began to change in her life. Same with the woman at the well. I preached it some time ago. The woman at the well, in John chapter 4. When Jesus met the woman, the woman or her styles, because she was used to doing styles in front of men. Yeah. She had married five other, five people, five husbands who were all borrowed husbands. She had not married them. I mean, I mean, people's husbands do you see so when she was coming to the well and at that time history says it that people don't usually go to the well at that time but because of her lifestyle so she came at the time where she knew nobody would be at the well she was surprised to see a man sitting at the well she was surprised so what she was coming home she was coming coming as soon as she saw that this man was sitting there no changing uh, give, give me the give me the man. She was walking normally. Why late? town. So so, when she went, Nera, there, I'm well now around. Now, if you're able, Obutuma ko well no straight today. Now, Nera, Uchen walking seat. Then she went round the well, like that. Then she came. 
And Jesus was watching her coolly. Coolly. And Jesus said, Woman, give me to drink. Then the conversation began. How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman of water? You know, you Jews don't respect us, whatever. And Jesus said, if you knew who you were talking to, yeah, if you knew who you were talking, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that you are speaking to, you rather ask me to give you living water. Then suddenly, her respect went up a little higher. He said, sir, sir, yeah. As they kept conversing and Jesus kept revealing himself small, small. Everybody says small, small. She kept perceiving. And she also used the word, I perceive that thou art a prophet. I perceive that thou art a prophet. Amen. At the point where she perceived that Jesus was a prophet, then Jesus actually revealed himself that I am not just a prophet. I am the Messiah. I am the Messiah. And that is when... Suddenly, the one who came with her port, she left her port. Look at it. John 4.19. Say, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Yeah. She left her port and ran back to the city and called everybody. May God meet your needs. Now, this is what I want you to understand. Perceiving the man of God as truly who he is makes all the difference in your life. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. So, that's why I showed you that some people receive, you may be receiving a bishop as a righteous man. You may be receiving you know, as a righteous say, an evangelist. Oh, you have met the author of Kwamana Mano Kenya Misam. Eh, ano ye? Nso ye? Oye nyamini juma. Eh, what's an author of Chapra? Eh, nso ye? Oye nyamini juma. Do you see? You are receiving the person as a righteous man. A good person who is just doing something. But when you move higher to receive him at his rank, it makes a difference. You see, let's come to Hosea. And I'll give you four quick things. Hosea. Hosea, no. This is because of screens. People don't read, they don't know where scriptures are. Hey. Hosea chapter 12. And verse number 10. Have you found it in your Bible? Underline it in your Bible. Highlight it in your Bible. Okay? Because it's very important scripture. Now, it says, I have spoken by the prophets, and I have multiplied visions, and used similitudes by the ministry of the prophets. I have spoken by the prophets. Amen. Now, God is showing us something. You see, this, this is where many people go wrong. That, you see, when, when there's a prophet, these days, the entire world, the world could be a prophet, the entire world, the ocean come. 
I see something by you. Uh, stand up. Mihuse. See. This, that, that. Uh, you. What is happening in your house? It is caused by, it's from your wife's family. Your wife's mother's sisters, whatever. That's where the trouble is coming from. You see, these are our understandings of the ministry of a prophet. It is an unfortunate misinformation of the ministry of a prophet. We, we relate prophets only to I see something. Uh-huh. Your future is like this. Uh, somebody's doing you. Somebody's doing you. The reason why your business is failing all the time is because of this. It's from here. It's from your house. Hmm? So that, that's how we have reduced the ministry of a prophet to. But he said, he said, I have spoken. Prophets speak. They preach. They preach. Largely, Jesus was a prophet. And what was he doing many times? Preaching. The kingdom of heaven is like this. Sharing, talking. The kingdom of heaven is like unto this. The kingdom of heaven is like unto that. Preaching, sharing, talking, speaking, 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 giving advice. Speaking about marriage. Speaking about this. Speaking about finances. Speaking about that. Speaking most of the time. Preaching most of the time. Hallelujah. So I'm giving you, I'm giving you, I'm sharing about honoring our prophet. That's the title. Honoring our prophet. Honoring our prophet. And two things I am saying, or one main thing I am saying before I even come to this, is perceive him as a prophet of God. Perceive him as a prophet of God. Receive him as a prophet of God. When you don't perceive and you don't receive him as a prophet, you will not receive a prophet's reward. You'll be getting righteous man's You are getting a certain level of reward, but not where you should get to. Alright? So, a prophet does a lot of speaking, preaching, teaching, sharing. And there are people who don't relate to preaching and these things. They only want to relate to the prophetic. And even these days, there's something like the prophetic. The prophetic. But I can't go into too much of that. But I want you to understand. There's a lot. He said, I have spoken. Look at it. I have spoken by the prophet. So, that number one, how, how the ministry of a prophet, number one, a lot of speaking. Say speaking. Now, number two, and he says, and I have multiplied visions. I have multiplied visions. Do you see? I have multiplied. So, prophets also have visions. Amen. A lot of the books of our bishop and preachings of our bishop, it, it, it is the ministry of a prophet. Moses was a prophet. Moses was the one who wrote the law. The law. Little, little, little things that are involved in the law. What to do when somebody dies. What to do when this. What to do when that. Little, little, little details. One day I was reading some of Moses' writings. Them said, thank God, God did not choose, choose me to be Moses. God, I mean, the detail, the little, little, the, the, I will not have the grace. Yeah. 
I know you are not like that. I know, I know as for you, you like the details, you like whatever, you like it. When a woman is in her period, what she should do, what she shouldn't do, when this is that, what she should do, what, hey, little, little details. Even the time and the whatever to write it. Wow. So when you see books like this, many of us don't respect it. You will respect it when I come with oil. And we believe in oils and we do oils and oiling. Yeah. Whatever you call the prophetic, we do it. Powerfully. But most of such meetings, you are not even here. You are not even here for such meetings. Do you see? But speaking. So today, begin, begin to perceive. And begin to have your understanding changing. Because I'm coming to a point. Now, number two, say visions. Visions. Look, when it comes to visions, some people think that prophets are always having visions. But your prophet Many people force prophets to see what God is not showing them. Yeah, you see, because you see, and let's say I'm not even talking about prophets who are not genuine. Even a genuine prophet, if you come, sometimes, you see, many prophets are also pastoral. They care, they love, they want it to be well with you. And see, but now, with your need, that prophet, he wants to see something, to say something to you, to encourage you, to propel you. Do you understand? But see, if God is not showing, the genuine prophet will tell you what God is saying and what God is not. What, the one that is from his own mind, he will tell you. And Paul would write, this one is not God who is saying it, but I am, and I think I have the mind of Christ. So this one is from me. It's not a das here, the Lord. He always makes the difference. Many people think that prophets are always seeing visions. They are not always seeing visions. They are not always seeing visions. Papa Hagen, Kenneth Hagen, one of the, one of the established prophets, he had only eight visions. In all his life, he lived to be 83 years. He had only eight visions. The last vision, Jesus told him. He had visions of Jesus discussing. One day he, was, he broke his arm. He was at the hospital. Lying on the hospital bed. And he heard footsteps. Somebody was coming in. So he thought it was a nurse. Ka, 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 ka. Then the door opened. So naturally he just looked. Do you know who it was? It was not the doctor. It was not the surgeon. It was not the nurse. Jesus Christ himself. He saw him physically. He walked in, took a chair by him and sat down and said, I've come here to explain to you why you fell down and broke your arm. He was preaching and he fell. In the, he fell down and broke his arm. He said when he saw him, all his head stood up. Goose pimples. He was shaking in the bed. He sat with him and taught him about two hours. Another time, he went to visit a pastor. He went to preach. He was staying in the pastor's house. Then the pastor, he and the pastors, the pastor and the daughter, they knelt down. It's like they were going to sleep. So let's, let's pray and go and sleep. But it was even the pastor who said, oh, uh, the little daughter came to say goodnight. So before you go, let, let, let Papa Hagen just pray. So they all knelt down in the kitchen. And they started praying. As soon as he said, Heavenly Father, he was gone. Into the realm of the spirit. In the kitchen, kneeling down 
Heavenly Father did that. Suddenly he was in the spirit. And the Lord said, come up hither. And started showing him wild visions. Hours of visions. But after the eighth vision, the Lord said, I will not appear to you like this again. I will deal with you just as every other Christian. I will relate with you just as any other Christian. No more visions. So he even names the visions by the years. The vision of 1958. The vision of this year. The vision of this year. The vision of that year. Do you understand what I'm saying? So some of us think that prophets are always, as I said, it's television. That they are always seeing visions. Oh, who won when your vision? Oh, who won when your vision? But you are the you are forcing him to see something and to say something by force. Hey, God is God, oh, God is God. We can't control God. God is the one who controls. God chooses to show a vision. This same Elijah, a time came. This concerning this same woman, Shunammite woman, something happened later. The son died, and all that. And he said, he said, God has refused to show me what is happening. God has not shown me what is happening. So when the woman came, is it well with you? Is it this? Is it that? He was a prophet. He was the one who prophesied. Within one year, the the woman had a child. But when something else happened, God did not show him anything. No video, no word, nothing. (laughs) He had to be guessing. Is it this? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with your child? Is it well with this? The woman said, it is well, it is well, it is well. Meanwhile, the child was even dead. And he went to raise the child. Even when he was going to raise her, he sent the servant, take my staff, go and lay it on the child. Also called to her, Azina and Yejuma. Yeah. Then he came himself. Came to pray and he, he, he laid on the boy seven times before power came. So, you have to understand. You have to understand something. So God, yes, he will deal with, through visions with the prophet. But it's not always. God has shown several visions to a a prophet, a bishop. Several visions. Or I should say, a number of visions. Number three, he said, and use similitudes. Similitudes are like stories, analogies, mm, examples. Similitudes. And when you are dealing with prophets, a lot of similitudes. One day, Paul was somewhere, and a prophet walked in. The guy was called Agabus. Everybody say Agabus. Agabus came and took Paul's belt and tied himself and said, The owner of this belt, where he's going, he will be arrested and he will be tied, he will be put in prison, and this and this and that and that. But first of all, he tied himself and, and all that. And then Paul said, Oh, thank you, Mr. Prophet. But I'm not afraid. Everywhere I go, I'm arrested. Everywhere I go, they bind me. So, he will only confirm what I know already. And I'm ready to die anyway. Hallelujah! I know if it was some of you, that said, Tofiakwa. God forbid. It will never happen to me. I am going to grab you. But, you already knew? Similitudes. God has used 
our prophet, Bishop Dougie Ward Milsen. He may be prophesying to you, but you don't know he's prophesying to you. He may be walking with you. Come. He may be walking with at the car park. Many of the prophecies have happened at the, at the car park. From the office, going home, sometime late in the night, we'll be talking with you. Say, hey, uh, Mr. Edu, hey, what, what your office? How, how, how are things going? By grace. Uh, maybe I think you, sh- you should just do this all. <laughs> it may come as a suggestion. I think you should just do this all. That thing, no. And you see, many of us, it took us time to realize that, hey, the prophet is speaking through similitudes and whatever. And he's giving you a major prophetic direction. You may not say, Shandalai, Aitalai. Ibatu Kalim. I see, I see, I see something in your office. Do you see? Who, 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 who is Edu? Edu, I hear that. Edu, 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 Edu. Mens, Mens, Mens. What's your name? Edu Mensa. Aha. Aha. Edu. You, you, I, I saw you standing in like a school, a school, like I saw, not, not children's school, school, school. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. But who pay? That be. Who? No. Where then was school? Me, administrator. Administrator. I want to See Polly. Jesus. Me who said? Can you see that you are? Uh, 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 somebody has stretched the neck. He wants to hear. Wants to see the neck. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that is wrong, goal, but I'm saying that God operates differently. So for our bishop. He may just be walking with you and may say, look, I think you should do this. I think you should do this and that and that and that. And that is the prophetic direction. Or he may be preaching and he may call you and use you for an example. (laughs) And that example is actually a prophecy concerning you. And it has happened many times. To the point that now people are even afraid, especially if you are called for a bad example. People would know it now. They don't, they don't like it at all. So even he himself, every time he uses somebody for a bad example, he prays for the person after. Father, let it never happen to the person. As he calls you, for the, like maybe you are Judas or you are this or that. No, 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 no. You know, similitudes, stories, examples, illustrations, all kinds of things. God bless you. Now, so I'm showing the ministry, the ministry of the prophet and of our prophet. I said number one is what? Speakings. Number two, visions. Number three, similitudes. Now, number four, I'm just giving you five and then we we are out of here. Go to verse 13. Jump to verse 13. Verse 13, quickly. It says, And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. 
By who? A prophet. And who was that prophet? I said, who was that prophet? Moses. The Moses, the one who was writing the laws. You remember little, little laws? The Bible said, by a prophet. Wow. You see, and then number five, it says, and by a prophet he was preserved. Now, now let's, let's, let's stay at bringing you out of Egypt. Egypt represents so many things. Egypt represents your years of bondage, your years of not stepping into God's blessing, your years of staying out of God's promised land and all that. Do you see? And he says that through a prophet, you were brought out. Israel was, Israel was brought out. Now, bringing Israel out of Egypt was not a simple thing. No. Here was Pharaoh. Pharaoh is a type of Satan. And all his cohorts, taskmasters, strong. And God said, with a strong arm, I will bring Egypt out of I'll bring Israel out of Egypt with a strong and a mighty arm. With a strong and a mighty arm. Look, Lighthouse Chapel International. You see, many of you, you have come today. In Tina, you have assumed a lot of things. You should have seen us a few years ago. We were Abeminaya. Abeminaya. Please explain to us Abeminaya. Uh, explain. You are a gunman. Explain to us. What does it mean? Shout it. You are not part of. You are not inside. When they are going, you are not inside. You are not included. Yeah. When they were mentioning churches in, 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 in town. No, no, no. Where some church in a classroom, some church in a canteen. That even a watchman, one day we go, when we went to church, a watchman had locked the canteen. So the watchman has decided that no, no, no church for you people. No church. Who are you? No church. Watchman, what to, what to done more? Ozina Shinukutukum. We put you. baby. Okay, Allah Kubaro. No church. That's all. Every Sunday we are afraid of the authorities. If they come, they, they shout, Hey, who are these people? That's the end of our future. One time we were told that the minister of health came by. Because we were meeting Kolebu, inside Kolebu. Minister of health came and saw some benches. and said, what is that? What, what, what are these benches? Come on. And the message got away shaking like that. Because it's like the whole church could end. By a prophet. The Lord brought us out. Out of this condition. Tell it, we were students, so young, young, young students without any, no car, no future. And here we were. Where were we moving to? We didn't have any money. Church didn't have much money. We were, the property that he found, hey, was a bolaristic property. An old cinema hall by a huge bowler. Bolinia, cinema hall Cinema hall, so no roof. No roof, nothing. Ekwa in Kra, in a wee smokers. In Kolegono. You should have seen it. Old, abandoned. Oh, you see, but you see, the spirit, if you know, you one or two be. 
then rubbish building up there. And the prophet led us and said, we are moving to this place. And we are going to, wait, wait. He said, we are going to transform this place to an ultra-modern cathedral. The word cathedral was not even known among charismatic churches at all. We are going to transform this place into an ultra-modern cathedral. And he said, he said, he said, international ministers are going to come here. Hey! What? I will say by the baller. I, I, I want to hear you. Say by the baller. Yeah, by the baller. And it was not just baller. We heard that witches were living inside Bola. When they bring patients to Kolebu, Kolebu Referral Hospital, so when they come from the whole Ghana, and when, they, when the demons, when they die, the demons in them come out. The ne- their next stop is that Bola. And it was a Bola and a, with a toilet, public toilets. Oh yeah. Public toilet, public toilet, and oh, yeah, man, oh, one hitting up a shim. No, shake a one, no, blast. Boom. Now, and you may we pray now. Oh, go on. Did you understand what I'm talking about? That is where the man took us and he said, We are going to transform this place into an ultra modern, yeah, Charlie. Right before our very eyes, we started raising funds from nowhere. The young church, the first major fundraising that we did in the church, Bishop brought a man of God. He came to raise funds. After raising funds, whatever we got, Bishop took the microphone. He was not even Bishop there. He was called Pastor Dad. He just took the microphone and then he said the Lord has spoken to him to give the whole offering to the man. The whole fundraising, he should give it to the, to the man of God. We were all shocked in the church. We clapped, though. We clapped and everything, but as we were clapping, <laughs> the man of God was also surprised. And he was so surprised and so shocked, but I'm sure even though he was surprised and shocked, he was still, you know, <laughs> thanking God anyway, anyhow. They carried the whole offering. They didn't even carry it. Hey, fundraising. Carried everything, gave it to the man of God. A prophet. Believing God. And then, I don't even know what we did. I can't even remember how we raised funds again. We had in our accounts 240 Ghana cities. Those times. And the thing was costing $100,000. 240 Ghana cities. Those times. That's all the money in our account. 100,000 US dollars. Which was into millions at that time. And yet, by the prophets, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, out of Egypt, out of our Kolebu, out of whatever. We entered into Kolegono by a prophet. By a prophet. 
We entered, we bought the place, we entered into the place, we began to build and to transform this boiler, transform this old dilapidated uh, building, change it, transform it into an ultra-modern cathedral. And ladies and gentlemen, that is not all. Last but not the least, and it says, and by a prophet, he was preserved. Israel was preserved. You see, Kolegonoe, even the people in the town were afraid for us. Because many things had happened there. A church moved there. A church had moved there. The pastor died. Another church moved there. They had a wedding. Way before we came, they had a wedding. The first wedding they did in that place. The bridegroom died on the Monday. So the church people ran away from the place. Yeah. Witches, wizards. We have all nights in the place praying, casting out the binding evil spirit. Many wild, wild things happened there. But God preserved us. I said, God preserved us. God preserved us. And by a prophet, God has preserved this church. Preserved this church. And look at how God has blessed us and taken us so far. So far. That here in Cape Coast, you should have seen Reverend Ankara struggling at uh, Bacano Hospital at the beginnings of the church. And for years, look at us today. This place, they said they will never give approval. Never give approval for us to have here. By the ministry of the prophet. Look at how God has preserved us. And God will preserve you. Hallelujah. Now, listen as I conclude my message. You see, when you don't see and receive the person as your prophet, you will miss many prophetic guidances. Because he may be speaking to you. As I said, you see, he may be speaking. And don't think that all prophecy is about your job, your marriage, your this, your that. A prophecy may be, look, work for God. Work for God. Do the work of God. I've been prophesying to you the whole month, the whole of last month, prophesying to many of you about the work of God. But you see, if you receive me as a, a disciple, <laughs> or receive me as a righteous man, like, I many ideas be a member of the farm church, the church has a farm, and the the prophet may be warning you, pay your tithe, else something bad will be happening to you. Pay your tithe. When Papa Hagen visited, when Jesus visited him at the hospital, he said, if, if this thing had not happened to you, you would not have lived beyond 55. You would not have lived beyond 55. And explain to him the reason why. Because God had called him to be a prophet and a teacher. But he was doing the teaching more than Doing that, he had abandoned the prophetic side of his ministry. And the Lord said, Check the scripture. Every time, prophet comes with apostle, prophet, eh? fivefold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. And he had taken teacher, the last one, above the prophet. And the, because of that, you are going to die before 55. Yeah. So, a ministry of a prophet will be teaching you about your calling. 
teaching about many accord. Then you are snoring. <laughs> uh, uh, they should finish all this calling, calling business so that um, they will be preaching about finances because yeah. The ministry of a prophet will be warning you about the loan you have gone for. You should hear testimony. On the keyboard, brother, you should hear testimonies. A, a pastor, one of our pastors abroad, he testified and said, if he had followed the advice of our bishop, the advice, it was a prophetic, if he had followed that advice, he would have, he would have had more than $23 million. But as he was giving that testimony, he was owing. He was owing. Because Bishop came and preached and said, do this, do this. He was advising and talking to all the people. That, Look, do this, do this, do this, do this. They, did, they didn't listen to him. They did not listen to him because they felt. And I was in a meeting when another businessman testified. He said, oh, you see, when Bishop came and taught them about those things, about mortgages and all that, they said, no, you are a pastor. We are into financial mortgaging. We are into financial re-engineering. We are into financial hedging. We are into many things. You are a pastor. Concentrate on your job. As he was preaching to them, the church members, like some of you as you are listening to me, you have your own mind. When I say come for an all night, you have your own mind. When I say come and let's pray. It's like, I've heard, but I'll do what I want to do. But you don't know that a prophet is giving you direction for your life. A prophet is telling you, Pray. You see, Jesus told them, pray so that you don't enter into temptation. They said, oh. <laughs> so when Jesus came and said, pray. When he turns, come and pray. Let's fast and pray. Eh, he should have given us two weeks notice. You should have given us a month's notice. I wrote the chapter why you want your man, Basabasadudo. One week, no say. One week, no say. Eh? When was the last time you told sickness that it should give you one, ad, one year advance? One year advance notice. Running stomach should give you one year advance notice. Headache should give you advance notice. But when as a prophet, because the son of a prophet, is also a prophet. He that received me received my prophet. He that received me received my prophet. He that received me received my prophet. But see, some of you, that's why you be in the church. We say, come for a crusade. Because I don't say, shun the light, utter light, that's here the Lord. On Friday, thou, my daughter, shall come to the crusade. For there I shall meet with thee. I shall appear to thee from the sky as an angel of the Lord. For I have a special appointment with you, my sweet daughter. Say the Lord. Shandul, Shandai, Shandalai, Aitalai. Because you don't hear that. And I come and say, okay, this Friday we're having a crusade. So all of us come, okay? First service, everybody come to the crusade, okay? We close from church at this time and we are all going. Because you didn't hear Shandalai, Aitalai. Because you didn't hear, you didn't see a clicking. Everybody do this. You didn't hear this. I didn't see a finger pointing at you. You said, you, stand up. <laughs> you, stand up. Because you didn't see that. It's like, oh, that's some righteous man talking. When I say, come with your 
and you know communion to pray over to drink you, you don't respect it you don't respect it during the second service we'll show you some pictures of a lady a church member she had been suffering from fibroids for years serious multiple fibroids that when say fibroids or Kenya she had been on admission a couple of times because of the fibroids the last time they wanted to even to do surgery but the doctor said she wasn't well enough so when she gets well the wire surgery she came took communion brought communion prayed over the communion she went home drank this communion in the night or whatever she felt like going to the toilet when she went she saw that she was bleeding but she discovered that it was not normal bleeding big big clots she took a picture she took her phone and took a picture of the clots and showed it to me big big heavy clots I've never seen anything like that when you look at you think that they are intestines that they have or some minced meat or something big big like that plenty plenty clothes that came out through the power hey. are you here when you don't receive a prophet as a prophet you miss many blessings and many directions that God is giving to your life and today we come here to recognize as a church, to recognize the ministry of our prophet, and to honor. You see, when this woman, the Shunammite woman, honored the ministry of the prophet, she received the prophet's reward. A year from now, a year from now, he declared, I pray for everyone here as they honor your servant whom you have given to us to teach us, to lead us. Lord, for you have sent him as a prophet unto us as a church to lead us. And he has led us out of Egypt, out of darkness, out of obscurity. He has led us. Lord, where would we have been? Where would we have been if, if not that you sent him into our lives? And for this, Lord, we are grateful. Lord, we are honoring him in your name. We are honoring him because of you. We are honoring him. For your word has taught us. Through the ministry of Paul, the apostle. That he that is taught must minister to him that teacheth in every good thing. And therefore have we come in obedience to the scripture. Lord, to minister. To share, to communicate in every good thing. With the one who has been teaching us, leading us, feeding us. Lord, your word taught us that if I'm a father, where is my honor? If I'm a master, where is my fear? And Lord, in response to the scripture, we have brought an honor. For you have given him to us as our father. And Lord, we come to honor. We come to honor. We come to honor. We come to honor. I need to hear amens here. Lord, accept our honor. Yes, Lord. Accept our honor. Amen. Accept our gift. Amen. Lord Jesus, you taught us again in your example. 
when the woman with alabasabo came and honored you you taught us that example Mm. and we have come to honor your servants lord therefore i pray let the prophet's reward come to everyone yes that a year from now a year from now a year from now May we hear great testimonies, yes, mighty testimonies, Amen. many, many wonderful things yes, that you have Lord. done. And Lord, even way before a year from now, Jesus. may we begin to experience many miracles. Yes, Lord. May we begin to experience many mighty works, Amen. many mighty blessings. Yes. Thank you. I pray for everyone here, oh God. I pray for everyone here, oh Lord. Jesus. Visit your people yes, Lord. and minister to them. Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. God bless you. We believe you have been greatly blessed through this message. For prayer, counseling, or meeting with Bishop Jake, please call or text plus 233-263-090-000. That's plus 233-263-090-000. Till we come your way again, remain blessed.